Yes, clap for them. Thank you. Well, good evening. Welcome to Faith Bible Church and Merry Christmas. This is one of my favorite services of the year because you get to see a lot of old friends and new friends alike, and it's good to have each and every one of you here uh, tonight. Tonight's service follows an Anglican tradition referred to as the Festival of Nine Lessons and Carols. The Lessons and Carols format was created by a bishop named E.W. Benson in the town of Truro in far western England, and he started it in the year 1880. Rumor was he wanted to get the men out of the pubs on Christmas Eve, <laughs> and so he started a church service to make that happen. It was popularized later on by the King's College in, Cam in Cambridge, England. Their choir, their college choir, performed the service uh, for the first time on Christmas Eve 1918, and it has been broadcast by the BBC every year since 1930. It has nine fixed readings. Uh, those readings trace the redemptive historical nature, uh, or narrative, I should say, of Scripture. And those readings are surrounded by associated hymns uh, and other special music. Again, we're so delighted that you've come tonight, and we hope that you are blessed by Faith Bible's version of Lessons and Carols. Christmas story really begins back in the Garden of Eden, back in the book of Genesis in chapter 3, after the fall of Adam and Eve. We could call this Christmas in the Garden of Eden. It says, they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, where are you? And he said, I heard the sound of you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. He said, who told you you were naked? Have you eaten of the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, the woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me the fruit of the tree and I ate. Then the Lord God said to the woman, what is this you have done? The woman said, the serpent deceived me and I ate. The Lord God said to the serpent, because you've done this, cursed are you above all livestock, above all beasts of the field, on your belly you shall go, and you shall eat the dust of the earth all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. And then we go on in the story in the book of Genesis, and we find out that this one who will crush the head of the serpent uh, comes from uh, the seed of Abraham. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time from heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, declares the Lord, because you've done this, and not withheld your son, your only son. I will surely bless you, and I will surely multiply your offspring as the stars of heaven, as the sand that's on the seashore. And your offspring shall possess the gates of his enemies, and in your offspring shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because you have obeyed my voice.
The 8th century BC was the golden age of the Hebrew prophets, and the greatest of the writing prophets is uh, the prophet Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2. He says, The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of deep darkness, on them light has shone. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulders. His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish it, to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish this. Love incarnate, love divine, star and angels gave the sign, bow to babe on bended knee, the Savior
always like to say that in, in Isaiah uh, was predicted a virgin birth, but in Micah is predicted a village birth. They both wrote about 700 years before the coming of Jesus, and the prophet Micah uh, pinpointed exactly with precision the place where the Messiah would be born. Uh, Micah wrote these words, But you, O Bethlehem Ephrathah, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose coming forth is from of old, from ancient days. Therefore he shall give them up until the time when she who is in labor is given birth. Then the rest of his brothers shall return to the people of Israel, and he shall stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, and the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they shall dwell secure, for he shall be great to the ends of the earth. I invite you to stand. Let's sing this together tonight, a little town of Bethlehem. now to the New Testament in Luke chapter 1, beginning in verse 26. Uh, Luke writes these words, In the sixth month the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth 
to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, for I have found, you have, Mary, you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child that will be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Luke chapter 2, the most familiar story of Christmas. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and the lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. 
continues to ride, and in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that shall be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, just as it had been told them. Sing this together tonight, O Holy Night. O Holy Night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior. Long lay the world in sin and error pine.
Sometime a few weeks up to possibly six months after Jesus was born, the wise men from the east came to visit, and Matthew chapter 2 records this account. And after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the child was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it is written by the prophet. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them the time when the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child. When you have found him, bring me word, that I too may come and worship him. And after listening to the king, they went on their way. And behold, the star which they'd seen when it rose before them appeared again until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Let's stand together and sing this hymn. Be reminded of the Savior that we have in Christ. Shining star in heaven so bright.
be seated. John's gospel, John opens his gospel with these transcendent words. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but he came to bear witness about the light, the true light which gives light to everyone, which was coming into the world. He was in, he was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become the children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth.
Jay and I are doing a summer, a Christmas series on uh, different Christmas decorations. This coming Sunday morning, I'm going to be talking about lights. Won't give you that whole sermon this morning, but or this evening. But as we hold these lights here, um, it, it tells us that Jesus Christ came to reveal. He came to show us what the Father's like, but also He came to be a light of salvation. I ran across a story or a, a song, a Christmas song that I hadn't really ever heard before, and it's got beautiful words to it. I thought I'd share this with us tonight. It said, He didn't come to judge the world. He did not come to blame. He did not only come to seek. It was to save He came. And when we call Him Savior, and when we call Him Savior, and when we call Him Savior, we call Him by His name. It's worth repeating that tragically a lot of people that think that Jesus came to do exactly the opposite. He came to judge and He came uh, to blame. But Jesus didn't come to condemn the world. He told us He came to save the world. Certainly, uh, we're condemned. The Holy Spirit condemns us for our sinfulness, but He only does that in order uh, that we might seek the Lord Jesus Christ for forgiveness that's offered in the gospel. The Bible says He didn't come to blame us, but He came uh, to save us. As someone said once, he, he didn't come to rub it in, He came to rub it out. And I like that. He came to rub out our sins if we'll simply uh, trust in Him. Matthew 1, the angel told Joseph, you shall call His name Jesus. He will save His people from their sins. In Luke chapter 2, unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. When Simeon saw the, the Messiah there for the first time, he says, my eyes have seen your salvation. The scene Jesus is uh, to see our Savior, to see the one um, who came and who bore our sins on the cross. So I, I pray this evening, if you're here and you've never trusted in Jesus as your Savior, that you'll do that. Um, you're a sinner. You need a Savior. Jesus is the only one who can save you. And you can turn to Him and trust in Him by faith and receive the Lord Jesus Christ to be your Savior from sin. When we call Him Savior, we call Him by His name. Let's pray together. Father, we thank You for this time here this evening. Thank You for all the families represented here, Father. We, we pray Your rich hand of blessing to be upon each one. And I pray as we leave here tonight that we will all carry with us in our hearts the, the songs that we've sung, the scriptures that we've read, but above all that we will carry with us in our hearts the Savior that we love. We ask these things in His precious name. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. Stand. Let's stand and sing this together. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare Him room. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing, and heaven and heaven and nature sing. Joy to the earth, the Savior reigns. Let men their songs implore, while fields and floods, rocks, hills, and plains repeat the sounding joy, repeat the sounding joy.
repeat, repeat the sound. He rules the world. Because he rules the world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glories of his righteousness and wonders of his love and wonders of his love and wonders, wonders of his love. Amen. We want to thank all of you so much uh, for coming this evening and sharing in this uh, service with us. And uh, so from our family to yours, to all of you, Merry Christmas. You're dismissed. God bless you. And you can turn out and you can blow out the candles.